0: The word meditation is a bit a complex topic, because we try to grab meditation intellectually. So we try to understand what meditation means by doing some kind of exercises. That unfortunately we call them, I'm gonna do some meditation, so I'm gonna do some exercises and I'm gonna meditate. In reality meditation it's a state of consciousness, it's a state that it's a particular psychological and physical state that happens naturally of course we can do something about it to get into this experience but it's it's not something that we can program to have so i'll try to spend it better we can see it and do some kind of uh, conscious practice all these kind of things but uh, mm, the real meaning of meditation comes down when all the concept and all the practice they will even go in fact meditation is not something that we do (coughs) we sit and we're going to say, I'm going to do meditation today. Well, let's say that it's probably more correct to say, I'm going to do some exercises that will try to facilitate that state of the mind and of the body. So we're not talking here about uh, uh, meditation as a system of belief, but we're talking about as a particular state of mind and body that happens naturally when certain conditions happen. Of course if you have been looking for this all your life uh, the chances that this state will kick in in your experience they are yeah of course Uh, but for sure it's not something that we can program we can help and facilitate with certain practices we can do certain exercises during our day there are certain exercises even the nature gone path to help people to get into this state but ultimately it's something that happens naturally so um, med- meditation, let's call it like this the meditative state, is probably the goal of many spiritual practices, but we really need to understand what we're talking about. We're not talking about, about exercises, we're talking about a particular state that naturally happens when we are in a certain way with our mind and with our body. That state it's not easy to be described. And uh, for sure, there is lots of misconception about it, uh, but what we can say today, it's actually what it's not, for sure, it's not clinging into ideas, because, you know, when you meditate, people say, I cannot meditate because uh, I try to meditate, this is common, I try to meditate, but then my mind is full. I have thoughts and things coming and people expect meditation to be a state of no thoughts. Well, it's not true because we actually, we are alive. So uh, we are human beings and thinking is part of the process of being alive. But there is a change. Usually in our daily life, we constantly follow that voice in our head. So we constantly have one stream, one attention placed on the filter, which is actually the filter, the thinking filter. So we watch our life through the filters of our thoughts. We interpret our life through the filters of our existence, of our traumas, past experiences. So we never get to understand life actually for what it is. And you might have heard teachers talking about the truth is seeing things for what they are. Well, the meaning of this statement is actually quite simple, and it's even quite simple. The meditative state, because it's not a state that we need to construct with ideas or some kind of work. It's the opposite, actually. It really represents the most basic <laughs> experience of life, because when we go into uh, the meaning of meditation and really the possibility of seeing things for what they are, what we're talking about, it's actually the freedom from our own self, from our own thinking, from our own perceiving. So the ability of staying open to life as it is without putting a label on it. Today I'm going to fail in the sense that everything I'm going to talk about meditation will never give the experience of meditation. But for sure can be helpful to understand at least Well, it is not, because as I said at the beginning, there is lots of misconception about the meaning of meditation. So usually when we meditate, we we have some kind of practice. So when we do meditation exercises, we have some kind of practice that we use uh, just to be in the moment, just to avoid that the mind is wandering around. And ultimately when we really start to dig more into ourselves, what we notice is that our ability of being present and being aware of more processes become more relevant, become stronger. And now I want to make you this uh, little um, observation. Let's think about this. We perceive internal things, such as thoughts, emotions, body sensations, and we have external things happening, right? So perceptions. Sometimes in the meditation field we talk about the disappearance of the ego, the disappearance of the individuality. What it is really this thing? Well, when we start to perceive our internal perceptions, so thoughts, emotions, physical sensations, and external perceptions, like such as the birth, the sun going down, all these kind of things, as one big thing, so not making a separation between you your internal things and the external thing, then we start to approach the actual meaning of meditation, that we can even call it enlightenment. Enlightenment basically means to be here, with no concept, fully aware of the now, free of the psychological mind, free of the thinking, free of the identification with yourself, free from any kind of label. Anything that we perceive is temporary, right? Thoughts, external perceptions, emotions, physical sensation, right? But there is one thing that is always present. Let's try to go into this together, okay? I have one attention, let's say. Even the word one is a bit misleading, but I have a, the attention that allows me to be able to perceive those things. So external things, external perceptions, thinking, emotions, physical uh, perception in the body. So I'm aware of them. There is something that is aware of them. Okay? Now let's go back in time. Let's think when you and I, we were a child. We had certain life circumstances, we had certain thoughts, certain emotions, certain perceptions, but still there was something who was aware of those things. If you really investigate, The nature of this attention doesn't change, doesn't have any kind of sex, doesn't have any kind of physical location, doesn't have any kind of quality, right? The same attention that was present when we were young, it's present now, even though everything around us, the body is bigger, the mind has different problems, different things to deal with, the same attention is still there. So it's something so simple and so constant in our experience that unfortunately get confused with the temporary nature of things. I will try to explain this concept better. The ability of perceiving, the ability of being able to perceive your thoughts, your emotions, your physical uh, sensations, external perceptions, this ability is there all the time. But what happens? is that we get confused with the content of perceptions. So, to make it practical, I'm here, I'm aware of my thinking, I'm aware of the external stuff, I'm aware I'm sitting on the chair. All of the sudden, I start to think and I start to pay so much attention to the thinking that I believe all those stuff. Although they are not real most of the time, they are projected in the future, they are fears, they are projected in the past on the identity. but from the ability of being able to observe and being present, this kind of infinite perception infinite thing that we cannot really define get confused into the content of what it is perceiving so it's like going and watch a movie, right. <laughs> And uh, there is a screen, and there is the movie projected on the screen. And you watch the screen, and at some point you think that those things are real. But in reality, only the screen is real. Those things on the screen will come and go, like all my perceptions, all my thinking, all my physical, external sensations that I have. So this is how, something that it is infinite. No definable get confused into the identity, into this thing that we call I, and from there ignorance takes place. There is me and the world. So, this ability of pure perception, not related to something specifically, only the ability of perceiving, get confused into I am this and there is a world outside me. Before I told you, If we manage to look at ourselves, observe ourselves throughout the whole day, we can do this at any time really, and we become aware of our own thinking, inner talk, physical sensations, emotions, external things, and we are able to see them without putting a label on them, we can just be present. before we think, I think. and There is a thought coming in the air. The thought is going to vanish if we don't give too much attention to it. Okay? You might argue, well, how are you going to function in life if you uh, just you observe things? Well, my answer, you're going to function even better, because you will have the possibility of choosing things. So, usually, I know it's quite complicated topic today, but really I wanted to give some perception on this because it's helpful for the Neji practitioner, but for people in general. It can really change life if we get to this point. Usually there is a lot happening in our life, especially right now with the coronavirus, and the fears, and the economical problem, and uh, all the tension in the air, right? We forget that these things are temporary. Nothing stays forever and the future doesn't exist and the past <laughs> never existed, maybe. Okay, we are just here. If I give too much attention to my fears, to my thoughts, then at that point, the thoughts they go very fast and they build very fast. They're like workers, so they work a lot, right? I'm gonna get lost into something and create scenarios that do not exist anymore. And I will forget this very essential thing that brings me to the very natural state of simplicity of my being. I'm alive here and I'm perceiving. And when I say I'm alive, I'm not even referring to this person. I'm referring to the fact I'm here perceiving certain perceptions outside me, I'm here perceiving a talk, I'm here perceiving my mind, my emotions. It's something that it's so simple, but it's so overlooked, that if we really can grab this thing and bring it in our daily life with strength, then we're going to be enlightened. So when we talk about alignment, it means actually <laughs> to recognize our ignorance. It means to understand and see our internal processes of how we get caught, into the temporary things of life, and we start to contract ourselves with fears, with identity, with an ego. But the beginning, nothing of this exists.